Welcome to Next at the Mic Radio, a lively hour of unscripted roundtable conversations with Voice America's longtime new and upcoming hosts about their inspirations, goals, and insights to help you find your own mic. Ooh, how those lips can talk. Now, here's Bonnie D. Thank you to that voice. Before I introduce my guests, I'd like to do a pop quiz. Chris Salem was on last week. You're not allowed to take this quiz. Christine Duraki. I just introduced you. Was that a real voice or an AI, artificial intelligence voice? Tell me quickly. What do you think, Christine? AI. Dr. Cliff Robertson, real or manufactured? What do you think? Real. Oh, okay. Well, I want to ask Chris to break the tie. This is a voice that Robert Cellino, the general manager of Voice America, created for this show for me, and it is artificial intelligence. Just so Really? Isn't okay. that nice? And the test, I saw you smile, Cliff. May I call you Cliff or do you want to be Dr. Cliff? Who do you want to be? No, nah, just Cliff. I'm good. Cliff, okay. I know you're good. I love the hat, by the way. Uh, Thanks. I, I, uh, the way we decided, uh, Robert sent me about 12 different samples of the voice, but the one I picked was the one that said, oh, how those lips can talk. When it got <laughs> that right, I knew... <laughs> I made you smile. There you go. Welcome to Next at the Mic. This is the show I created a couple months ago because it's time to talk to and with and about the wonderful hosts on Voice America. I have more than 50 series on different channels, the Business Channel, Empowerment Channel, Variety, mostly business. Since 2011, I'm a big believer in live radio. A lot of people are pre-recording podcasts, and that's fine, too. But I'm a believer in taking the mic, hosting, and having something to say and letting it go out over the airwaves or whatever they are, the ether waves, to the world. So I'm a, I'm a big fan, and I decided I would get invite three hosts a week, sometimes four, to join me next at the mic and find out who they are, what are their stories, why do they host radio, what are the challenges, what are the joys, what are their shows about, who are they as people? And I thought that'd be really interesting. So we have two new guests today and one returning guest. And uh, Chris Salem knows this because he was on last week. And thank you for being a hero and diving in because guest Chris Meek had an emergency and he couldn't join us. We'll get him on another time. But Dr. Cliff Robertson Jr. and Christine DeRocky are brand new. So what you don't know, the two of you, is that I use ChatGPT, an AI LLM, large language model, to help me write a poem to introduce my guests. And I'm going to read that poem right now. Oh, Chris loves it. <laughs> Cliff, right? Cliff, aren't you glad you came on the show? You didn't know anything about this. Seriously, I love the amazement. So let me read the poem. When I call your name, just wave because we are live streaming right now on LinkedIn and on Facebook and on YouTube. Yes, I added YouTube and we're live audio on Voice America Variety. So here we go. Welcome to Next at the Mic, a platform unique where Voice America hosts your interest, we will peek on her scarlet mic, Bonnie D, third person, passion to wow, welcomes three stars on J'écoute. Now, I will tell you what that means later. Christine Duraki, wave hello, a beauty industry queen, her yoga mats grace, a self-discovery scene, ignited goddess radio, her voice takes the lead on the health and wellness channel where wisdom and wellness succeed. What'd you think, Christine? You like that was it? beautiful. I loved Good. it. I, I edited what AI, you know, it's a collaboration. Dr. Cliff Robertson, Jr., Masterworks Consulting, a stage for his voice, leadership motivation, equine therapy is also a choice. Anything is possible radio, his empowering show proudly helps healing to grow and grow. Cliff, what'd you think? 
<laughs> it was good. It was good. I was trying to figure out which way to wave. So I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the corner. That's why. And Chris that's Salem it. is back. Chris Salem, accomplished CEO, certified workplace advisor on the go, author of Master Your Inner Critic. He's the sustainable success radio host where prosperity blooms. Chris always gives it his most. Chris, what'd you think? You like wow. it a second that's, time? That's, that's, uh, that sums it up pretty nicely. Thank you very much. And I'll introduce myself. Bonnie D, creator of 55 radio shows, takes her red mic wherever she goes. On Voice America since 2011, speaking with smart people like you is her heaven. There, that's a compliment to all of you. Listen, watch, embrace our wisdom on air as Bonnie D broadcasts with flair. See my flair? On Next at the Mic, where voices <laughs> ignite a symphony of inspiration, radio's strength, and radio's might. What'd you all think? Did you like it? Mm-hmm. That was good. That Very was really cool. Good. That was good. The, vo- the voice of this, that was good. The baritone. I want to ask you, Cliff, um, do you use ChatGPT at all? I do. I do. Oh, I do. Um, you know, I'm a fan. <laughs> you know, you can use it for monologues, for anything, for writing outline scripts. But what I want to say was, do you want to take a guess at how long it took for ChatGPT to write that for me? Ten seconds. Yeah. Christine, any te- guess how many seconds? Um, I think it's pretty quick. Yeah. I would say even less than 10 seconds. Three seconds. If you wow. count one, one thousand, two, one thousand. Bingo, it is there. And then I take it and edit it. So thank you very much. I'm glad you all enjoyed it. What we're going to do next is I'm going to have you do a real bio, each of you, so we get to know you. Chris, I want to tell you, I did the math. And last week, you you were so good on the show with David Chavez. And I was the third panelist. I stood in for the third guest. Uh, Chris, I want to tell you that I did the math. And there are 14.39726 people in the world who don't remember you from last week. So when it's your turn for your bio, you talk to those 14 point whatever people for okay, christine and christine and cliff yeah <laughs> cliff i used to do stand-up now i just try to be funny sitting down i it looks like i'm succeeding he keeps falling off his chair uh i w- want you to take about three minutes to give your full bio christine you're talking to the world and cliff the same so christine Duraki, thank you for accepting the invitation we're so happy to have you here would you please do your bio i'm going to put you on full screen speaker view so everybody can enjoy watching you speak go ahead christine Thank you. Um, Well, I'm so happy to be here. Um, I really feel so excited. I am an Ayurvedic health coach and a yoga practitioner, and I've been in the beauty industry for over 30 years. My healing journey started because I was sick and I needed to change the course of action of what I was doing in my own life. So I sought out yoga. And when I first started yoga, I started crying on my mat. And I didn't know what that was about. And it was actually that I was breaking wide open, you know, that I was actually starting to feel and know that my body was giving me feedback. So I stuck with it. And then I started to want to learn more. I love being a student of yoga because there's always something to learn. So I started to learn the sister science, Ayurveda. And now I share that practice with clients and I just want people to learn about themselves on a deeper level so that they can heal. And that's what yoga and Ayurveda do. And there's so many beauty aspects of Ayurveda. And that's another component that I really love. And I bring that into my um, my work and my courses that I offer. 
Tell us about your radio show, Ignited Goddess. How did you come up with the name and who's your audience? Just briefly. So actually, during the pandemic, I decided to have a business called Ignited Goddess. My older daughter, she is 25. She came up with the name, actually. She was the one that said, this is a good name, Mom. This encompasses all of you. And <laughs> so my business is online. And um, that's how the radio show started. Thank you. Fireworks. Thank you. Thank you. So it's about igniting your best self because everything's already within within you. Now, can men listen to your show, Christine? Yes, absolutely. Cliff, like, Cliff, Cliff wants to know more absolutely. about this. Absolutely. Okay. Because Ayurveda is for everybody. Everybody's <laughs> unique, everybody. and Ayurveda is for everybody. Thank you. I thought you were the 25-year-old daughter when I met you. I can't believe. Let's just leave that one alone. <laughs> Christine, thank you. It's such a pleasure to meet you. And what I appreciate is thank the you. way you expressed your personal passion for what you do. That's Thank lovely. You. And that comes through. I gave up on the word authentic because it was being used too much a couple of years mm. ago. So I call it real deal with a hyphen. So you're the real deal. You all are. The, you're my real deal today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm moving around the table. Another newcomer to next at the mic. It's Dr. Cliff Robertson, Jr. Not named for the actor. I was talking to uh, Chris about that before you joined. There was an actor who starred in PT 109, Cliff Robertson, and there was who was it? Chris was a basketball player, or? basketball player, yeah, basketball player. So you're you're well named, Cliff Robertson. I'm not going to get you mixed up with Chris or Christine. Cliff Robertson, enunciate Bonnie D. There you go. I'm putting you on speaker view. I love the background. Your anything is possible is just a beautiful logo. So would you please do me the honor of introducing yourself? Welcome, Cliff. I'd be honored, and I'm so grateful to be here today. Um, my story is. Um, is a little different. Um, it, it really, I guess it really trails back to, um, a little over, a little over 20 years ago. Now I, uh, uh, I got a phone call that, uh, that nobody ever wants to get. It was from the scene of an accident where my, uh, uh, where someone I didn't know was calling me and telling me that my wife and little girl had been in an accident and I needed to get to the hospital because life flight was taken. And, uh, I lost my wife that day, and then I lost my little girl about four to five days later. And it turns your world upside down, inside out. Um, you're not right. And even though you want to try to convince everybody you're going to be okay, you're not. Um, and uh, life's kind of spun out of control. And, you know, it, it actually got to the point where my life had to be uh, managed because I'd made some really bad choices and all that by, um, you know, we'll just call him big brother, um, you know, for a period of time. Cause I made bad choices that led me to, um, led me to prison, not a fun place to go, but it did. And, uh, but there, when I hit rock bottom and decided that my life was worth, um, more dead than alive, I, it, that rock bottom is actually my, uh, comeback point where, uh, from tragedy and bad choices after losing everything twice, um, I began to come back. In fact, I, uh, started on my education again there, ended up with, by the time I was done, I finished, um, uh, a bachelor's degree, a master's degree and a doctorate degree in, in theology. I got mm -hmm. out and finished a master's degree in counseling, uh, started a church, 
uh, became a licensed professional counselor, uh, launched a uh, veterans nonprofit homeless shelter, counseling center, and vocational training facility, uh, added equine assisted therapy, and um, written two books. One's called Transform, which is my story, and the other, other one is Your Life Matters, and I have a couple more. Um, as the uh, sign behind me tells you, will be a book will be will be a book coming out this year called Anything Is Possible: The Masterpiece Mindset. And um, you know, um, I I do equine assisted therapy now, uh, as well as equine assisted organizational development. Uh, keynote speaking, telling my story and talking about a variety of topics like one of my favorite ones besides anything is possible is lead like your life depends on it uh, because it does. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm remarried. I have a, I have a beautiful wife and uh, three, you know, two dogs and one cat. And uh, I am so blessed to be here today and so grateful to be a part of this show. Oh, Cliff. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Let's just take a second. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for telling. And thank you for coming back from your rock bottom, Cliff. I'm happy to meet you. I'm happy, well, to, wel- happy to welcome you. So, Well, you. I'm grateful for that. I really am. I really am. Because you know, there was a lot of times when I didn't think anybody wanted to hear from me. We want so. to hear from you. The fact that you're on Voice America, the fact that you have a voice, that you are up at the mic, saying something, sharing something, doing good, giving back for what you reclaimed. That's why you're here. Okay? Yes, ma'am. That's why. Oh, don't call me ma'am. They just ruined the whole thing. <laughs> hey, ma'am, just, I'm, from, I'm, I'm from the South, so I... <laughs> oh, honey, oh, honey, call me y'all or call me Bonnie D or Red or anything. Just don't call me ma'am. You know all the jokes. See, I had to lighten it up. That's the there comedy coming through. Yeah, Cliff, I get a bit heavy, don't I? Cliff, thank you. And I have to tell everybody that Cliff was on the air until three minutes before the top of the hour and joined us just like that. So... Thank you very much. That quick switch. I've talked to Chris Salem. He's done that. I've done that with my TV show on the air on one and quick, get the furniture out, change the set, go on the next show. Three minutes (laughs) later, we all know that. So thank you very much. That's inspiration for Christine, who's very relaxed. Let's get Chris Salem on. I have to applaud Chris because I needed a guest. Chris Meek had to drop out for a personal emergency today. And I sent out an urgent to uh, Chris Salem and David Chavez, who were on last week with me on Next at the Mic. And Chris Salem said, I'll be there. Count me in. And I am very grateful for you to fill. I was going to have to fill that seat again. So thank you. I just get to host now. Chris Salem, 14.92760 something number of people who don't remember you in the world. Shame on them. So would you please reintroduce yourself? I can't control that. That's their loss. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Who are you? (laughs) So I am. Well, first of all, I'm a happily married man to my wife, Maria. It is my second marriage. We've been happily married for almost nine years now. And it, it's just a story in itself, how we met. She's from Venezuela. I'm from the United States, obviously. I'm also an active father with my son who was 16, but involved with him uh, in sports. Other than being a family man, I am a business acceleration strategist. I work with business owners and business leaders to help uh, elevate their business to the next level in terms of revenue and profit. Uh, how I, I get out my message out to them is through professional speaking. I've been doing that for 24 years. And it's one of my revenue strategies and how I teach people how to use speaking as a platform to significantly, when I say significantly, I mean really significantly grow your business to seven, eight figures. And it is possible. 
And with that being said, while I'm not doing any of those other things, I'm here on Voice America as I host my own show, Sustainable Success, uh, that's been here for almost seven years now. We started on the Influencer Channel, which I pioneered with Dan Clark, and then moved over to the Business Channel back in April of last year. Chris, I think if you had your show started seven years ago, and you used the word sustainable, you were before the wave where it became a buzzword in corporations, didn't you? Yeah. Weren't you? Yes. How did you pick the word sustainable? Because now everything is supposed to be sustainable. I, it, sustainable was just something, it, it doesn't mean everything goes great. It means that it's a process and that process is always moving forward. It does not become mm -hmm. stagnant. And I know when I was co-writing a book with Jack Canfield back in 2016, I remember Jack saying, you know, jokingly, did you trade, did you, did you trademark that name? And I said, well, I'm going to, and he's like, Phew. you know, I, I, I like it. I want, I want it. <laughs> yep. Do it, do it he right was kidding, now. But, but yeah. yeah. Well, sustainable is a very popular word. We talk about sustainable energy and we talk about sustainable products yeah. and we talk about sustainable crops and we talk about sustainable materials in our houses and our clothes and everything we do. And so I, I think you were a pioneer in sustainability and I want to say, Bravo to you, Chris Salem. Thank I didn't you. get a chance to say that last week. There we go. I'm impressed with all three of you. I'm so impressed I'm going to move the show on to the next part of the topic where we have three quotes. You've each sent me a fictional quote from a movie or a TV character or from a song lyric, and you're going to relate it to what you do on radio or how you think about radio, the impact, the challenges, the joys, the pleasure, the privilege the future, all of those good things. So here we go. Christine DeRocky has sent a quote from a rock song by the American band Journey. This goes back to 1981, and the quote is the title of the song. I'll just read a little background here. At the start of the 80s, Journey was becoming one of the most successful rock acts of the era. A top 10 worldwide hit in 1981. This song, I'll say it in a minute, became their signature song and the best-selling digital track from the 20th century with 7 million downloads. Now, that was a lot for 1981 and over the years. Rolling Stone ranked this in its 500 greatest songs of all time blah, 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 selected for the Library of Congress. Cover versions include the cast of the American comedy drama Glee in 2009, which outperformed the original internationally. Here's the line. Wonderful. Don't stop believing. I think that applies to all of us, doesn't it? Yeah. Christine, three minutes. Tell us what that has to do with... We don't get to play it? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't have the license for it. They would throw me off the radio if I did. So go ahead. What does this have it's, to do with your um, So it's feeling. Like, this song to me is hope. And if we can have hope in anything, we have so much more success, whether it is our healing, our relationships, a, a new job. If we just can hold on to that feeling of hope, then we will succeed. And that might not mean that we get the end result of what we want, but we are not going to lose because we are still trusting that it's going to work out. And when well, we can hold on to hope, if, if somebody gets a diagnosis and they already go to, um, I'm not going to live, that means that they're not having hope. But if they can have that hope, they're so much um, in a better place to to thrive, to go to that place of thriving and healing. So, and so to, I want you to relate that to what you do on Ignited Goddess. How do you give people so, that hope? 
Well, it is just believing that inside of you knows the answers. And so from an Ayurvedic standpoint and and yoga, it is it is that 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 you have that inner wisdom to know that and to to stay on that side rather than no, it's not going to work. So that's what what that that song to me is. It's about believing, believing and having that hope and trust in something so much greater than us, but knowing that inside is the wisdom and to take those actions. It's lovely. I'm glad you picked it. It's a beautiful Thank you. Well, It's my favorite. <laughs> obviously, it resonated with millions of people or it wouldn't have been so popular. Yes. So I'm glad you picked it. You're the first one on all of my shows who's picked that line for a quote. I appreciate that. Lovely, lovely selection. Thank you, Christine. Let's go to Dr. Cliff Robertson Jr. And you picked a scene for, oh, here we go. This is going in a completely opposite direction. A scene from Top Gun, 1986 action drama film directed by Tony Scott. Stars Tom Cruise as Lieutenant Pete Maverick, Mitchell, what else? A young naval aviator aboard the aircraft carrier USS Enterprise. He and his radar intercept officer, Lieutenant Junior Grade Nick Goose. Bradshaw, played by Anthony Edwards. I remember Anthony Edwards when he was on the TV show ER that with George Clooney and Julia Juliana Margulies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. am I dating myself? Uh, are given the chance to train at the U.S. Navy Fighter Weapons School, Top Gun, at the Naval Air Station Miramar in San Diego. Kelly Gitt McGillis, Val Kilmer, and Tom Sarek Ross in the movie. And here is the line. Pete Maverick Mitchell says, she's lost that love and feeling, and it's playing in the background. And Goose says... I hate it when she does that. I watched the scene in a cl- in a clip, Cliff, and it's there's a lot more in that scene that we probably wouldn't say on this show. But go, go ahead, Cliff. What does this have to do with your radio show? Go ahead. <laughs> oh, it's it's just one of those, yeah, it's just one of those scenes that just, um, you know, I'm you know I spent six years in the Navy. I didn't share that as part of the part of the part of my intro. I was a I was an air traffic controller in the in the Navy. And and what's interesting is I'll, I'll 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 get back to the scene in a second. What's interesting is in that movie there's a there's a line where they say you know you know you know where, where someone says uh, three quarters of a mile call the ball, and that's that was my job. Not in I wasn't in the movie, but that was my job as as an air traffic controller in the Navy. I would I would control them from. Uh, depending upon the job in any, any given moment, anywhere from 10 to 20 miles out to the to the carrier deck. And it was at three quarters of a mile, they start watching the landing signal um, light and uh, and listen to the landing signal officer after that. Anyway, that's a little technical, but anyway. Um, so I had this affinity for, you know, for all things, all things Navy anyway. But the uh, but the reason why I I, I really love that um that 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 scene and what it what it really means is uh you know the song is 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 such a classic, and but it's kind of the you know you know you, you know they kind of flip it on its on its head and its meaning there because it's really all about taking taking a chance, mm-hmm. stepping out on you know you know basically stepping out in faith on love, um, you know taking a risk that you're going to get rejected and you're going don't go right. And it really links back to the show in that anything is possible. I mean, ultimately, um, you know, Maverick Maverick got the girl. He he initially got rejected, which happens to all of us, uh, whether it's whether it's this or in or in other things. Um, but we have to keep going, and 
and we have to keep believing just like the uh just like the song that uh you know that you know that christine had you know you know, don't stop believing and so the song is is, is is kind of flipped on its head she lost that love and feeling when really they're using it to see if they can't create that loving feeling sometimes we have to do that in our lives we have to we have to go against the grain and believe in spite of everything we hear and see. Thank you. That was nice. Very well done. I, I know the scene and there's, there's a lot more in it. We'll leave that, leave that on the table. Thank you, Cliff. I appreciate the explanation. Chris Salem, he had about 20 minutes to find a new quote for me because I wasn't going to use the one he did on the air last week. So, Chris, you came through as always. And the quote is from Tyrion Lannister, played by Peter Dinklage. Game of Thrones, American fantasy drama TV series 2011 to 2019. Uh, interestingly enough, introduced the character, Chris, of Tyrion. Tyronian, am I pronouncing it right? Or Tyrion? How do you pronounce it? Tyrion? Yeah, that's right. Tyrion. Tyrion. He's, it's a prominent point of view character, having the most viewpoint chapters in the first five published novels. Apparently, Game of Thrones was based on fantasy novels written by George R.R. R. Martin, and the first in the series was called A Game of Thrones. Very, very interesting. Eight seasons to the TV show, 73 episodes. Uh, Tyrion is one of a few prominent characters not included in some of the later later scenes. It's set in the fictional continents of Westeros and Essos. Game of Thrones has a large ensemble cast and follows several story arcs throughout the course. The first arc concerns the Iron Throne of the Seven Kingdoms of Westeros through a web of political conflicts among the noble families, either vying to claim the throne or fighting the, for independence from whoever sits on it. We'll leave that alone. And here is the quote Chris has picked. Never forget who you are. The rest of the world will not. Wear it like armor and it can never be used to hurt you. Oh, this is interesting. Chris, what does it got to do with your sustainable success? Go ahead. Well, the thing about sustainable success, it's it the, it, the concept, it's always progress in motion. There are going to be things in, in the world you can control, and there are things that you cannot control. And the only thing that you can control in this world is you, and that is your communication to yourself and other people, your behavior, so how you communicate either from your inner critic or your inner champion. If you're communicating from your inner champion, you're being more assertive rather than passive or aggressive in your communication, which most people are either one or both. And when you're assertive, you can be specific, clear, and concise, meaning there is very little room for assumption and speculation. Most of the problems in any relationship or business or any situation are due to miscommunication and how people perceive things because we just assume and speculate. When we can be assertive, in, in our language, in, in, our, in our body language, in our tonality, and in our voice, that we can be very effective and active listeners, at, rather if we're the sender or the receiver of that communication. We can control our behavior. Our behavior is in alignment with our, our communication, and it's being assertive rather than passive-aggressive. It doesn't contradict it. Attitude, it's happening for you, not to you. You see the process and the progress you're making sustainably as happening for you. So challenges and obstacles are necessary to grow and expand. Without them, you cannot grow. Finally, emotions and how we respond versus react to situations and other people. Learning how to respond is going to be more favorable for you know, solving challenges and problems to then come up with the solutions rather than reacting like pouring gas on the fire. And then finally, we can control our action and how we're laser focused on the priorities that matter that move us forward. Now, we can't control those same five things in other people and other situations, because when you do, you're living your life in the past and the future, 
triggered by fear and you're caught up now with expectations that fall through the cracks and you're constantly reacting to anything that's in front of you rather than when we can be proactive leading from intentions because we can control the five things we can we trust the process and allow the results to be a byproduct of that how does that relate to my radio show because the show is all about that the show is about you know bringing in content and guests either people that are very well-known, could be celebrities, all the way down to people that you never even knew. Who are they? But their story is so powerful. And because that content can resonate and connect with different people where they're at, it allows them to be part of their process to now embark on their journey to where they're going in their business and their personal life because business and personal life are one. What happens in one impacts the other and vice versa. So when you can own that, truly own your process, no matter what has happened to you in your life or even in your career or business, when you can really own that and really learn to control what you can't, letting go of what you can't, whatever the world is is going to respond or react to won't matter because it's not going to take you down. And, and it's only going to help other people when you're on, in case with me on the airwaves, to empower them because I have to be an example of that every day And the show is a resource in itself, both on the air and off the air, to continue to inspire people to own their process to move forward. Thank you, Chris. I think you've inspired all of us. That was very Mm -hmm. interesting. Thank you to the three of you for picking very interesting quotes. I'm still stuck on Don't Stop Believing, Christine. earworm's going to be there for a long time. Let's move on. I've asked each of you to send me four statements on what radio means to you, the impact, I call it, the challenges, the joys, why radio and the future radio. And I'm going to pick one statement from each of you. And if we have time, we'll go to a second statement. So, Christine, I'm going to read yours. You don't have to find it. Your statement number one, I'm going to read. And if uh, Chris or Cliff have anything to say about it, I think you all have 10 fingers. I don't respond to the middle one, but if you want to just wiggle a finger at me, Cliff, I'm cracking you up. I'm glad you're having a good time. I, I am. It's great. Good. I'm glad. Yeah, I told you. I just try to be funny sitting down. I don't do stand up anymore. But if I stood up, then I'll be out of the frame. You wouldn't even see me. So, but you see the dress. Uh, Cliff, Chris, I put on a different black dress for you because I didn't want you to think I was wearing because I wear black dresses on the radio every every day, four, four times a week. I can't all. remember if I had the same shirt on last week. I, I think I you did. I, th- I think you did. <laughs> Any, anyway, so just wiggle a finger and you get a one, one minute approximately to respond to anything. <laughs> She didn't talk yet. Give me a break here. Oh, Oh, he's practicing the finger. Okay. Leave that one alone, Bonnie. Oh, Cliff's having a blast here. Okay, here we go. Christine says, even though there are no edits to a live show and I'm just getting started, I enjoy the energy that can be created on a live radio show. You can feel the emotions in the stories and responses. I like that because all of my shows are live and live streaming. So Christine, talk to us. What does this mean to you, please? So I feel like um, we were all brought together by even maybe the law of attraction because we have so many similarities and you can feel that energy within all the stories that were being shared. And I think that that happens so much in every show. And I, I love that because you can see yourself in that other person. And so much happens when you can step back and just be like, hmm, 
okay, yeah, the, I, I can relate to that person because I see that piece of me in them or that piece of what happened to them in me. And it can really, that energy exchange is just, is so beautiful. I, I just really love that. And do you, uh, do you get excited or nervous about live radio? Because you mentioned it's not edited. They will edit the replay if you absolutely said something or a guest said something wrong. I've, I've been known oh, really? on some of my corporate shows. Somebody said you shouldn't have mentioned that product, a panelist. We had to take it out for corporate governance reasons from the guests. So anyway, uh, but live is live. You're absolutely right. It goes out live. It is I have no delay. I don't think there's a delay on this show. Does that make you excited or nervous? And I'll ask them around the table. So what do you think, Christine? Is that that something that you you say, I want to do it live because I want it to be real? What do you think? I do. I like it. I like real. Um, it does make me nervous, of course, but I also can appreciate that probably if I'm feeling a little nervous, so are the other people. And then if we can be energetically calming to one another. I think that that's just, that just naturally happens because if, like I said, if I'm feeling something, I think the other person might be feeling that too. And if they're not feeling it, somebody else is. And it's just, um, yes, I, I feel both of those emotions. I find it exciting. I've had yes. guests, guests or some of my clients from my business shows wanted to pre-record and I said, okay, but that live, that mm -hmm. live is missing, that energy. There's nothing like knowing it's going out as it is. Cliff, anything you want to say about this? And I'll get to Chris. You know, I, I actually love the, love the idea of, of, of it being live because you're right. There's an energy. There's a, and there's a whole level of accountability associated with that, mm -hmm. too, that, you know, and that, that forces you to step up your game and, and really be in the zone and be ready because, I mean, there can be some real curveballs thrown and and sometimes you don't know what what your guest is going to say. You think you know, but you don't really know and you you know you have to be able to roll with it or sometimes shut it down. Yes. Um, but but just just that whole live element to me just just provides that I I don't know just that, just that inner drive and excitement. I I I love it. I agree. I agree. Chris Salem briefly, what do you think? Well, I mean, live radio is it's energy and people relate to energy. They relate to the emotions and the feelings that are generated through your voice. And a lot of times we, that's happening subconsciously. And when you are live, you are more likely to be transparent. You could be vulnerable at the same time. And it's just more relatable to the audience. So depending upon who your audience is, it just provides a deeper connection to them and people relate to people that are real, not just on the surface. And and live radio, just you know, to me, it doesn't have to be scripted. And sometimes, it, even if it is, oftentimes it doesn't play out that way anyway. So mm -hmm. you're just going to roll with it and kind of go with the flow. And that's what I what I love about it. I agree. And I've had guests on some of my business shows who wanted to pre-script the roundtable. And I said to them, please hit the delete button. You did all that work. You're my hero. But hell no, not on my show. <laughs> because, <laughs> but however, let's look at it from the guest point of view. 
I do roundtables. I don't do one-on-one interviews anymore. But in a roundtable, the three of you came here. You sent me some statements. You sent me some quotes. You sent me some... You didn't know exactly how I was going to run the show, did you, Cliff? You didn't know how many minutes I was... Christine, whether I was going to comment or <laughs> feedback. You didn't know whether they were going to comment back to you, Christine, or to Cliff, or to Chris, no, because he was on last week. But my point is that think of the guests. There's that... You were right, Christine. That nervousness, a little bit, maybe edgy from the guest, not knowing... What is going to happen if they say something to you, what the reaction will be, and how the audience will take it? There's a whole other layer of that real deal energy when it comes to guests. Now, my guests on roundtables who are business analysts and high-end tech analysts and and entrepreneurs, uh, they know that it will be, I'll call it a free fall. Because even in the three minutes they're speaking, they're not sure how they'll respond to what somebody else said. It's all in the moment, right? And that, to me, is the beauty of live radio. It's all in the moment. As Chris said, even if it's scripted, it ain't going to stick to the script. We know that. Nobody could do that. So I've been asked to host webinars years ago, and I went off script so many times. They said, what? We bother giving her a script. No, I'll do it my way. Okay, let's go on. Dr. Cliff, I am looking at statement number one. I'm going to read it for you. Please respond. Uh, with Just unpack it for us, and then we'll see what Christine and Chris have to say. So... Cliff Robertson says, radio shows provide real impact into the lives of listeners, listen to this, by providing content that is moving, funny, inspirational, and instructional. Talk to me about the funny and the inspirational, because I think that's what you do. Well, you know, I love the, you know, I love the funny. I love to make people laugh, because when you, when you make them laugh, you know, barriers come down, walls come down. They're not, they're not on their guard as much because you, you know, you've broken through that. Um, you know, I uh, don't get me started on jokes because I'm I'm, I'm n- nobody's going to laugh in the moment but me. So, um, you know, you know, but uh, the uh, you know I making fun of myself sometimes to you know you know to generate a laugh. Um, it's both vulnerable and it's funny, and but it but it gives them a gives them a sneak peek inside and it allows them to kind of look at themselves too, and that and that leads back to that. You know that second part of the of the thing you wanted me to talk about. That's that inspiration. Yeah, is is as they begin to to open up, they allow themselves to be inspired because, you know, in my world, you know, until you open up, you could have the very best motivational speaker. You could have the guy or 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 the woman that's it's given everything and and moves the world, but they don't touch you because you haven't opened up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, humor is the key that unlocks that door. I like that. You know I agree with you 100%, maybe 1,000%, maybe a million percent. <laughs> I'm just numbers keep going up. Christine, any comments back to Cliff? Yeah, I think people really love stories. If you can tell a person a story um, and they, they just um, they can relate to you and feel you, um, in my yoga classes, I always start my class, the Dharma, the Dharma talk at, with a story, something that happened to me maybe that week, or if it was, had a lot of feeling, it might've been a couple of years ago because you don't want to cry because sometimes stories can make I you cry. cry. Well, yeah, I mean, but you don't want to cry all the time. You want to laugh. Um, so if the story's funny, yes, it probably happened this week. But if it was something a little deeper, it probably happened a, lo- a long time ago. But yes, I, I really agree with you. I think um, people love stories. 
good that you brought up the word storytelling. Chris Salem, you ever tell stories on your show? Talk to Chris. Oh talk yeah, to Chris all, talk all to the time. Uh, I I tell story. I share. I don't tell. I share. So mm-hmm. I I rather share to empower the audience to decide what they're going to do with it. I share. I encourage my guests to questions to do the same. And what Cliff had said about you know you know jokes and making things funny. I tend to do the same thing. I'm very transparent and vulnerable on my own show. And I, I, I want to come across that I'm a real person. I've made mistakes and I could poke mm-hmm. fun at myself. And I do it all the time, as well as some of my guests pick up on it and they do the same. And it just makes it more relatable, makes it there, there's a connection. And the reason why we know there's a connection, because we'll get feedback later on, you know, maybe a social media post or even right at the channel itself you know, to something that, that was shared. So we, you know, if people took the time to do that, you know, you touched them in some way on an emotional level that, that helped them. So it, it, I think it's a necessity and something that's genuine and again, not scripted and just makes it, it makes a better connection. Well, I made an oops on my business show this morning. I called a guest Enrico instead of Enrique, and he came back and said, well, it sounds like you want me to be an Italian opera singer. And I said, no, Enrique, I'm sorry, but his last name ended in O. So as I quickly looked, it was a three-person panel talking about culture, strategy, and technology in, in enterprises and the role of tech and IT and HR. Very, very complex topic, three fabulous guests. And uh, I apologized that he didn't let me forget it. So every time I said his name in the last 15 minutes, I said, Enrique, 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 to make up, to make Cliff, to make it into a, a funny that uh, it was on me and we had a good laugh on it. But yes, and I did stand up comedy years ago. One of the rules of stand up is if you do something wrong or if you look funny or something, always acknowledge it before the audience clings to it and makes it like an earworm and like, oh my God, look at the nose on that one. Or boy, she she said the wrong word there. Say, oops, always give it to the audience that you know what you did or how you look or what you said. And that way you own it. Chris, that goes back to what you said. You own it. They can't take you down if you... Oh, yeah. I mean, accounted. first thing, I don't know if you could see this here. I had a mole I removed. And I have a scar because the stitches just came out like not too long ago. And I and I know I had to talk the day after I had it done at for Keller Williams for to 800 real estate agents. And the first thing I said, hey, don't get scared. You know, don't worry. This thing is not going to, you know, it, it's not going to come undone. You know, and I said, I just, you know, I just was very honest. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you know, and. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. perfect. That was, that's one of the rules of comedy. And you did it. That's one of the rules of storytelling is accountability for what they're going to see or hear from you or even along the way. On that note, I'm going to move on to one of your statements, Chris Salem. We used this one on last week's show, but it's so important, and I know that Christine and Cliff would enjoy hearing it, so let me repeat it. You say, effective communication to yourself, to the host yourself, before going live for your show changes everything when delivering value to your listeners. Being present helps build confidence and a level of focus to create an immersive experience with your guest or guests. This translates outward to creating a valuable listener experience when on the air. So what do you say to yourself before you go live? Chris Salem, and then we'll get comments from Cliff and Christine. Go ahead. Well, it's not just before I go on the air. It's it's even early in the morning. It's again, you know, listening to my inner uh, champion over my inner critic, taking the head trash out when I journal after I do meditation every morning. I've been doing that for 25 years. So I can, I really can appreciate what Christine does because I've been involved in that for quite some time. 
And, and then before I go on the air, it's all about, again, just being, you know, where am I, where is my energy? Where, what, you know, how is it going to align to the, to the, 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 the theme of what we're going to talk about today and to the, the guests that I have. So when I can get really specific, clear and concise of where I'm at personally, it's going to reflect outward and how I ask questions and how I'm very thorough with that to get as much quality content and stories, experiences that are going to create immersive experience for the listener. So what goes on in the inside will always reflect outward. It doesn't mean it has to be visible. It's invisible. It's energy. And I know that people have been moved. We've had people contact us where we moved them, where somebody was crying, not in a bad way, but in a way that was like, you, you, I, I hit, I had an aha moment. And, mm. and those are the things that, again, most people in the world are even in this case, I'm getting off track here. We're conditioned to think that things that change and make an impact come from the outside in, and it's not, it's the inside out. So I have to prep myself, you know, a few minutes before to get into the moment, to be truly present. So I know that what comes out of my mouth is going to create impact and value and invite the guest to the, to do the same. Thank you. Very well put. Let's go to Cliff. Cliff, what do you think about what Krista shared? You know, I think what Krista shared was, you know, you know, it's very important and a and a lesson for all of us who, uh, you know, lead a show like this because, you know, hearing that to me, you know, you know, honestly, it's gonna, it's gonna push me to go deeper. It, it's going to challenge me to say, okay, I remember what Chris said, and now I need to make sure that that I'm doing all those things because, you know, you know, when you get to the point in your life when you've been speaking. You know, in you know, in one way or the other, you you can get lazy. I mean, let, let me just be honest. Let me let me be transparent. Yeah. I can get lazy, and because I I can speak off the off the cuff. I can you know you give me a topic and you know give me ten seconds get out of the way because I can speak. But that doesn't mean that it goes deep. That doesn't mean that it hits the nail on the head. That doesn't mean that it is that immersive experience that he just talked about, which is so important. And and in radio, when we have that moment, we have that, you know, that, that may be the only time we get to ever touch them, reach them, is in that moment. And if we're not all in, they're all out. I like that. Christine, mm -hmm. anything you want to add? Yeah, I, um, I'm a big believer in rituals, whether it be meditation. I, I do think that meditation is hugely beneficial to everyone. And I... Personally, we'll do my own mantra. Um, and this isn't only for a radio show, but like if I'm doing any job or anything, I always say, please let me do it the best of my abilities or say a little prayer. I think having that intention is so important because if we don't have that discipline, it does, that energy can be scattered. So intentionality of doing a good job or it being the best it can be. I did an affirmation this morning. It was 
glory, gloriously, I'm going to embrace the hot mess that I am, the glorious mess that I am today. And I thought that worked really well. I want to tell you all what I do before a show. And then we have some fun facts. I, I'm going to run through some birthdays and other things real quick here. But what I do is I join, I start my Zoom 15 minutes before my guests come and you all come on 15 minutes before the show. I look at the background and make sure the green screen is working. I check to see on my live stream on Restream that I've got the right channel selected, LinkedIn, Facebook, and I look at what I've put in uh, and, and YouTube now. And I look to see what I put in for the show description to make sure the dates are right. I check my notes. I make sure that I know I've got a nine-page document here in front of me. And you know I'm not using a script. I'm just referencing the different parts of the show, your quotes, your statements, and all that. And then I take some pictures of myself on the screen so I can remember how I looked and how I felt before the show starts. And, and Cliff, stick around because we're going to take pictures with you because you weren't here before. So uh, I get ready. That's how I get ready. And then what I do is I put, if you all look in the chat, if you have it open, I put the word welcome with an exclamation point. Please silence and mute all phone ringers and email text alerts. Thank you. The welcome, Christine, is only not only for my guests, it's for me. And I'll tell you why. Mm. I had a very wise therapist in New York when I lived in Great Neck for 30 years. I had her for about 10 years. And when I walked into her office, the first thing she said to me was, welcome. I have never had a therapist use that word. And I, I'm almost positive neither have any of you had a therapist. And she said, welcome. That set the tone for me being there for the right reason at the right time and she was going to listen and share with me and so i decided a long time ago to put welcome into the chat on zoom for my guests so that you would know i welcome you and i'm also welcoming myself so there just just a little uh, my little mantra christine mm -hmm. so let's move on a little bit did you like that cliff i see you nodding i did yeah mm -hmm. is that cool so let's do cool. some Birthdays today, famous birthdays, Axl Rose from Guns N' Roses, high-pitched vocals, overall vocal range, animated lead singer of Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle, Paradise City, Sweet Child of Mine. Anybody know how old Axl Rose is? Anybody take a guess? I think Axl Rose is 56. Oh, honey, yeah, you're way off. He's 62 years old. He's oh, a real person. Is he person really? Now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, thought, by the way, I thought he was like around my age, but I guess and, not. You're right. He is 62, yeah. If you play with the letters of his name, I can't say it on the air because it's a, the non-X-rated show. There's something I will tell all of you after the show that his name spells if you make an anagram. Okay. Well, and remember that it ends with the letter X. I'll just leave that. Okay, the second word. Now, Rick Astley, anybody remember? Never going to let you down, mm -hmm. never going to. He, he's 58. Uh, he had the 1987 single, Never Going to Give You Up. It reached number one in 20 countries. He was the winner of the best act ever at the 2008 MTV Europe Music Awards. I wore that CD out in my car. I wore it out, never good, because I was a disco dancer and a teacher back in the day, and I just love that song. Uh, Kathy Najimi, you may not know her. She's an actress and a voice actress, voice actor, and she's been in so many TV shows. She was in Ugly Betty, and she was in Sister Act, the movie. She's 67 today. Okay. Uh, today, in memoriam, Jaja Gabor. Anybody remember Jaja? Jaja <laughs> lived to 99. She was a celebrity and an actress, the sister of Ava Gabor. She was Miss Hungary in 1937, and... Listen to this, Christine. She was married nine times. Ooh. There you go. That's not a record that we... And she even had a daughter with Conrad Hilton in 47. Bob Marley. 
in memoriam. He passed away at 36, reggae singer born Nesta Robert Marley, known as the ambassador of Third World for his music. He sold 75 million plus reggae albums worldwide. That's all I can tell you. And then Babe Ruth, the famous baseball player, was born today. He passed away in 48, considered by many the greatest baseball player of all time. The most records for home runs, RBIs, and bases on balls have been since broken. Roger Maris in 61 had the most home runs in one season and all of the titles that. And by the way, at age seven, Babe Ruth's father sent him to St. Mary's Industrial School for Boys, where he learned shirt making and carpentry. Who knew? I have three. Oh, quick. I got a minute and a half here. I have Mike, Michael, my new engineer. Two minutes. Thank you. I have three social media stars. I just want you to all know this. Bianca Heineke is 31 today. You don't know, but you care. She has 5 million subscribers. Okay. A fashion, beauty, and lifestyle video blogger. And she's on YouTube. The most successful German female YouTuber in 2014. Happy birthday, Bianca. We have a Samantha Pardita on TikTok, who's 23. Her video about a Drink cover for staying safe in a nightclub has been viewed 5.4 million times. Wouldn't we like that, Christine? Yes. Mm -hmm. She only has a mere 390,000 followers, and on her belly, she has a tattoo of a dragon. I don't want to see it. And then we have somebody called Swagatron Forever, one word, TikTok 22, 4.5 million followers. She posts outfit of the day videos and story time content. Okay, quickly, uh, Natalie Cole was born on this day. Fabian was born on this day. The Capris, there's a moon out tonight. Went on the R&B charts in 1961. The Righteous Brothers, You've Lost That Love and Feeling. Uh, written by Barry Mann and Cynthia Wilde. That debuted that day. Number one in America. And Elvis Presley recorded Never Again on this day in history. Today is Ashley Day. You know somebody named Ashley? Wave at them. I got to finish. National Chopsticks Day. Frozen Yogurt Day. Valentine Shopping Reminder Day. Anybody who's got a sweetheart to buy for I take all gifts. Thank you. Pay a compliment day and time to talk day in February is a month of National Condom Month, Spunky Old Broads Month. I didn't say that. Adopt a rescued rabbit, humpback whale awareness, library lovers, and mend a broken heart and pull your sofa off the wall. So here we go with the closing, and I want you all to just listen up. Life is short. Break the rules. Don't we all? Forgive quickly. Yeah, not so much. Kiss slowly. It's the only way. Love truly. You're all going to join me in a two-second loud laugh. One, two, three. Laugh uncontrollably. (laughs) 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 Pretty good. And never, ever regret anything that made you smile. Here we go. Work like you don't need the money because nobody else really cares. Dance like no one's watching. When I danced teaching disco, they all watched. Sing like nobody's listening and love like you've never been hurt. We have. We all have. Let your heart regrow, regenerate, and love again. Money talks, chocolate sings, la. And last but not least, I stole this line from another host 20 years ago. Thank you for turning me on. This has been Next at the Mic. Thank you, Dr. Cliff Robertson. Thank you, Christine DeRocky. Thank you, Chris Salem. Stick around. We'll take pictures. Thank you to Mike or Michael, whoever you are, our new engineer. You were wonderful. Thank you to Voice America Variety and Robert Cellino. Are we out? Thanks again for tuning in to Next at the Mic Radio. Presented by the Voice America Variety Channel. Join host Bonnie D again next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, we wish you a positively mic-worthy week. 